What's up, party people? On this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast, we're still getting you prepared for draft day. Mock draft season is upon us. Also talk a little bit about NBA, what's going on in their world, and the NBA draft that just finished last week, the winners and losers of that. And we're going to continue on with our divisions with the NFC South. All that and much more on this episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. All right, brain. You don't like me and I don't like you. But let's just do this and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. 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 This place is an untapped resource. I love it! With your host, Flex with Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Alex Marchetti. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. For the everyday fantasy sports player. I would rather listen to Fran Drescher for eight hours. Help! Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, Party People? Welcome, 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 welcome. To another exciting episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man for the Grand Flex Hitless here with my co host live in the rec with much respect, Alex Marchetti. What's up, BFAs? In translation, BFAs. BFAs! The Better Fantasy Agents. The Better Fantasy Agents for people that are unaware. Y'all better be rocking your sunglasses. Be- because they're agents. Because they're agents. I think I was with you the entire time until that joke came out. <laughs> He's like, "What?" I think I was. I was glasses. I, I thought you were gonna drop like a Jay Z line. Oh no! Because like, your boy's that bright. <laughs> it's your boy. Yo, do you ever hear? Yo, cool. I, you ever hear Ari Spears do the Jay Z impressions? Uh, I do recall that name. Is like YouTube clips. Yeah, but the funniest one when he was on Shade Forty Five. Yeah, 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 I think I remember. That was a long time ago, though. Like 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, it's a while ago. Yeah, I do remember. Remember when he did the Jay-Z impressions? He was doing, like, uh, like LL Cool J and uh, DMX. Oh, the DMX, I remember. That was pretty and good. And Jay-Z was, but Jay-Z was also hilarious. Like, when they, like, Shay 45 said a joke, and Ari Spears was like, <laughs> pardon me, I had to laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good from you. You're, you could imitate Jay-Z pretty good. No, nah, no, nah, I don't. Not like Ari Spears. Hold on, see if I can find it and then put it on. Yo, he, he did it hilarious. Like, uh, and the way he would, like, make fun of people, too, like, when he made fun of LL Cool J. He was like, yeah, 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 yo, I'm, I'll make foods over here, like real, you know, like real sexual. Like, like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop a grape in my mouth every time I pop a grape in my mouth. I'm gonna go, uh, <laughs> and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub Snickers bars all over my nipples. <laughs> he was like, a lad, like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna break a cabbage and let the water just drip down my back. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about like, 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 like DMX. He's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, you know, the, the, the knock a guys out tour. We're gonna rap a song, jump into the crowd, knock somebody out, rock another song. You know what I'm saying? Arr, 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 arr. I can't do it, but not as good as him. That's pretty good, though. It's I can't not, do it. I'll definitely. It's not. Yeah. You're, you, well, well. If you see in a bad way when we get back into the YouTube thing and we post up, you see that it says terrible on impressions, and, and yeah, that that's not your strongest points. But uh, you definitely got to find out of the Shade Forty Five when he does the the Jay Z impressions, the DMX impressions. I got it somewhere. I'll find it. Anyhow. Anyhow. Uh, yeah, all your impressions sound like Borat. Nice. 
I like. Yeah, that's that's your Jay Z right there. That's your Jay Z impressions. I'm happy with the Knicks draft pick. Yeah, uh, yes, the the Knicks and a draft pick. You happy with that? Uh, what did you rate that that grade for the Knicks? A. I give it a B plus. B plus. Why a B plus? What else could they have possibly done to give it an A? Zion. <laughs> look, look, I give it a B. What plus. else could no, no, they? No. Ha- they couldn't do that. No, B plus. Is B Why plus. is it a B plus? That makes no sense to me. It's so you so you tell me it was impossible for them to get an A. It's, it was impossible. That that, that no, makes, that makes no, yeah, no no no. There, there's always a chance that the Pelicans would have tried outsmart themselves and not and got, get got too cute. And that was not a chance. And selected maybe that was John impossible. Morant. That was impossible. If we would have gotten John Morant, then I would say it would have been a B minus. But, but, but this, this is what you're, this is what this is what I'm trying to explain to you. It's a B plus. But this is what I'm trying to. This is what I'm trying. I'm to, happy. I'm very content. Hold it's on. Hold on. Beyond satisfaction. But hold on. But hold on. This this is this is where the argument comes in, right? You're basically saying that there is no chance for them to get an A, no matter what they did, no matter who they picked. The best possible pick they could have made was R.J. Barrett. Best possible pick they could and have that made. That means that that was a B. A B plus. That makes no sense to me. All right. That means if somebody goes take takes a test, like everybody gets different tests, right? You know, like you know, yeah. like these tests, every every question is different for everybody, right? It's all different to test. So you tell me, there's one person who gets this one test. There's one. There's one kid gets this test with the hard questions. That is impossible for him to just get an A. All right, if but maybe if he got somebody else's just, test, maybe just, he would just got worded it. differently. If Zion Williamson and John Morant was off the board, uh, then I'll give it an A minus. R.J. Barrett, there you go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was the best pick they could have made. What they, okay? they had, I, I bumped it up a half a half a point or a quarter point, whatever it is, a third of a point. A minus, okay. I All give right. it an A minus. I'm happy. I'm happy, as I'm you happy. should be. I'm very happy. Well, you know, I, I was I was extremely happy. Like I said, I, I remember I, I, I'm not ecstatic. But yeah, I agree with that. That's what I said on the show. I've been saying on the show, and 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 I remember when I got to an argument with my boy Moody was like, "Oh, you tell me you rather have R.J. Barrett than to have, uh, you know, Zion Williams?" Of course not. But there is no chance for that that's to happen. So the best pick we could make, the next best player, in my opinion, is R.J. Barrett. I think he's going to be. Better than John Morant. And that's not to say that John Morant won't be better than him. It's possible that John Morant ends up being better, right? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that it's what we needed. We have a good, strong, young, uh, you know, quarterback. I mean, quarterback, sorry, um, point guard in um, DSJ. Mm-hmm. So we didn't need we didn't need to have a, a John Morant. No, no, we did. If we let's say. It would definitely have been maybe a B minus or C, yeah, I say C, B B minus yeah B minus if we ended up selecting a drummer, which I think we would not have. Maybe we would have traded down by then, or, or you know if we would have gotten maybe a DeAndre Hunter. I don't think that would have worked out for us. R.J. Barrett was the best. Definitely would not. Have, yeah, it was. was it, it, it fills it fills the need we had. You know what I mean? Yeah, it one hundred percent fills that need that we have and. uh I think I think he's gonna be a stud. Uh, hopefully, you know, ends up being like a rookie of the year type stud. Hopefully, he be like a Luka Doncic type player. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay, who's your biggest winner of the whole draft? Yeah, well, the Pelicans, Pelicans, of course. Right? Not not just so much because they got Zion. It's because all the other moves they made. They got all these other draft picks and stuff. You know what I mean? Hold on, I found the Ari Spears thing. All right. 
talk to me, man. It's your boy in the building. Oh. <laughs> it's Young Hova. Homie, I told you the game's over. I got it locked. Oh, yo, shit, stop. Set stock card a persona made for Marta. Think you got it locked on Barber. I'm taking the game farther. I'm growing when I hit. Hell and out when I switch. I'm like Ike Turner. It would love when I'm pissed. If you have a girl problems, I'll go bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Shaboy, nigga. So, uh, he does, he definitely doesn't have a good flow, but, but, but he does it well though. Come on. Yeah, no, that that's, good. that's crazy. When you watch the videos too, you know, he turns the hats to the front and he puts it all the way down. It's hilarious. Anyways. So I finally found that. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so the Pelicans win, not so much for what they did, who they pick in Zion, but also for all the other, tr- tr- uh, tr- trades they made to get all the acquire all the picks. Like trading the fourth pick wasn't bad. They still got another two other first round picks. They got three first round picks in total. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, a top, you know, five turned into two lower ones, but still, they, you know, like they they. Could. But you know what pissed me off about the draft night? I, I, did, I, I didn't watch it, but what, what pissed you off? <laughs> I didn't watch it, but what pissed you off? Tell me. Tell me. Um, what really pissed me off about draft night was the fact that when you. Even when the trade has been made, right? You still go up and wearing the colors of the other team. It's still because the thing is legally it's not official till some part in July. Yeah, but that's dumb. Like that guy that's getting drafted knows he's going. Like like DeAndre Hunter knows he's going to the Hawks. He knows that it got traded from the Lakers to the Pelicans. Pelicans traded to the Hawks. Yeah, but it's, it's but he went it's up not, wearing Lakers colors. But it's not a hundred percent. That's the thing. No, the trade is made. Yeah, but it still has to get approved, right? Or it has to be officially. It's not official until but it comes. That, July comes. That, but that, to me, that is so dumb. That is so dumb. If this trade is accepted, and then it's going out there that hey, they made a trade in the pick, and then let's say for argument's sake, let's just say for argument's sake, right? They don't. You know, the trade's not approved, and the Lakers have to get stuck with DeAndre Hunter now. That's stupid. That's stupid. What is the point of that? The Lakers are going to say, now we pick the guy we don't want. No, I understand. Because why would they really want DeAndre Hunter when they got Anthony Davis now? I mean, they lose Julius Randle, but still. They got- well, now I'm getting into more of like the conspiracy theory. Maybe ah, this yeah. is all fixed. And they just, these players are already selected prior to the draft. Nah, that, that's too much. I don't think the NBA is that smart. And that's why they can't change it because they don't have another hat for them to wear. Nah. <laughs> All right. Nah. I just, I just, I just think that that's like they're so dumb when they're going up. They're wearing like the colors of the other team when they know they're not going to be a part of that. Like, what was another trade they did? Phoenix traded to Minnesota. Their pick. And uh, that guy walked up with the Cleveland, uh, with the you know Phoenix Suns colors, the purple and orange. When he's not playing for the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. But you know what? That kid. It's so happy he got selected, and he got drafted. Ja, the the he, other point guard. He just added six zeros to his his account. Oh yeah, of course. With with some commas, not decimal points. <laughs> uh, you know who I think did a good job in the draft? The Ooh. Atlanta Hawks. Mm. Well, they they moved up to select uh, DeAndre Hunter from Virginia. Right fourth. I know. And then they took a gamble with Cam Reddish at number 10. I think he's going to be a bust. Hey, listen, it's a gamble. They took a gamble. Remember, Cam Reddish was uh, considered one, like, what, top five? Before. Uh, 
before before Duke. Yeah, but it might be because of the system, etc. You know, you had Zion, and then you had to you had R.J. Barrett. They had a lot of players, so some you know maybe he he couldn't fit in. You know, I, hey, I just I just hey listen I just he, he wasn't been... he wasn't the first pick for the Atlanta Hawks. He was the second pick, so the pressure is not there for him. So he might have time to kind of you know develop, and especially when you have other players, you know, you know, yeah, Trey. Mm-hmm. That did an awesome job, you know. I thought he was gonna be a bust, and you know, or, or I thought that the the Mavericks is the outright winner on that trade. But it seems like it's it worked out for both teams, you know. Shout out to Luca for winning the Rookie of the Year, uh, <clears throat> but uh, it, it worked out for both teams, you know. You heard uh, the um, sorry, go on, sorry. Uh, I, I feel like you know they they got a solid player, DeAndre Hunter, right? And Cam Reddish is is a is a gamble, but. There might be, uh, you know, the potential of him, you know, succeeding where he's at, you know, because I, I his his stock definitely dropped. He was before the season started, he was already considered being a lottery pick, like in the top three, top four, mm-hmm. right? And then he severely dropped throughout the collegiate, uh, his collegiate career, you know, in the season that he played. Yeah, because like I said, I think he's gonna just be, um, over. I think he's overrated. I, I think he's like he's gonna be a bust. I don't think he's gonna be all that good. It was funny before. Before the NFL draft, my boy Timmy uh, Finnegan, he wrote on his uh, Facebook page, he wrote, damn, it's going to be rough this year buying Daniel Jones jerseys and Cam Reddish jerseys for my daughter. Duke, and uh, then the Daniel Jones thing happened. And then I was like, oh, my God, if this Cam Reddish thing really happens right now for the Knicks. Because he really wrote that. He wrote, it's going to be so tough buying Daniel Jones and Cam, Cam Reddish jerseys for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all in all, Atlanta has a good young core of a team. Like they kind of like they 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 develop really quick. You know, you have a Trey Young, you have uh, that other kid, Kevin Horder, John Collins. He 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 was a double double machine this year. Yeah, uh, and then you know you bring the likes of uh, of 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 this kid, you know, DeAndre Hunter, and then Cam Reddish could maybe, you know, you never know. Now it, it, it might work out for them. So I think they were a good winner. Now, um, let me ask you something about this a little bit off topic, but a little bit off topic. But there was some arguments stated that Luka Doncic didn't deserve to win um, the Rookie of the Year because of the fact that he's not technically really a rookie because he played a year overseas. I'm asking how you feel about that. Because, like, yo, Trey Young had a great rookie season. Trey Young had a really good season. Like, he I, surprised I, he, a lot of people thought Trey Young was overrated. I thought what I thought of Trey Young before the season started, I thought he was going to be um, an explosive outside outside the line player. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to light it up from shooting it from from far. I thought he was going to be kind of like a, a put up a couple of highlight reels. You know what I mean? I thought he was going to be kind of an explosive, like entertaining type player. I didn't think he was going to be that good. You know what I mean? To put up stats all around. No, no. But he ended up being really good. If you really look at it, though, now the way I'm saying, but you know, but he ended up being really good. I I just thought he was going to be just kind of more entertainment as opposed to being just like great. You know what I mean? And I I want to so as far as say great, but he had a great rookie season, rookie wise season. He had a great rookie rookie season. Yeah, he was uh, considered one of the, a runner up for rookie of the yeah, year. So, but look you know, at, and what, what, where were he, he was selected? He was selected, you know. But no, there was a trade between them. I know. The trade between the two picks, like he was going to go to Dallas and yeah. they traded him with the Hawks because yeah. the Hawks, you know, or whatever it was, you know what I mean? So do you think that maybe 
which which team you think would have been better off with who? Like they're both like playing at the same I, kind I of explosive level. Like, like I just said before, I think that trade worked out for both teams. Right. You know, for the type of system they run in. Uh, it, it, it it worked out for both both teams. They could work. Tra- uh, Atlanta, Luka uh, got his uh, European Atlanta, sibling. <laughs> Atlanta did give give up a extra uh, a first round pick, you know, to get Trey Young. Yeah. So it all depends on that pick that the the Mavericks made with that, you know, did with that pick, you know. Right. If that ends up being an awesome pick, then you know, you could say that the Mavericks won that trade. Right. You know, but for me right now, uh. I I say they're pretty close to even, you know. If you want to give it to a team, just for argument's sake, you have to give it to the Mavs because Luca is the one that won the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, but you know Trey Young at the beginning of the season he was off, but he during the course of the season he just started getting better and better and better. Yeah, you he know? had a very very good rookie high, year. high assist rate. You know, he 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 did a good job, and he, you know I was one of the guys that was down on him, thought he it was a little bit of overhype. Too much of a comparison to Stephen Curry. Right. But, you know, he, not for nothing, he did live up to it, you know? Yeah, like I said, I wasn't I wasn't so much down on him. I just didn't think he was going to do this good. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be good, not this good. But, uh, you know, you know what's, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, you know, you know what's funny is, um, oh, what was I going to say? I had a point. Now, nah, forget it. You know what? I had a point. You're going to make it. Forget it. Let me ask you a different question, though. Uh, Fantasy-wise, Zion Williams. Uh, let me just finish before this. Uh, just finish off with Trey Young. So, Trey Young, he did play for a team that was not as great in college, right? So there was a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, pre- you know, he he ha- there was a lot of lot of him to handle. Right. If you look at uh, Oklahoma's record, you know, they did all right, twenty fourteen, and then the conference they were seven and eleven. But they, you know, they they kind of took a drop. You know. Anyway, continue. Well, I was saying Zion Williams, draft wise, where does he go? Oh, I don't know. I haven't even looked deep uh, in in fantasy. You're talking about right? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure he's going to be selected in the second. I say first. First round. Yeah. Are you going to look it up right now? I'm going to see right now. I think it'll be second. He's not going to get selected in the first. I think. I no think. It's in, I think he's probably going to go first round. No. Well, look at it this way. All right. So let's, I, let's, I know. I know. Kevin Durant on. is out. Kevin Durant is out. So that that's that. As an extra spot. All right, yeah. Turn and, so let's wait, wait. Let's look at it. Let's look at it. Let's look at who went last year in the first round. Let's look at who went last year in the top 12. And tell me if you would take Zion Williams over him, okay? Right now. Go ahead. All right. Anthony Davis. You know, it's AD all day. All right. No, I know. I agree with you. No. All right. Antenna Kumpo. No. Come on. James Harden. No. no. LeBron James. No. Carlton no. Towns. No. No. Russell Westbrook. No. No. Steph Curry. No. no. Jokic. No. No. Lillard. Hell no. I'll tell Kawhi, I, no. Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons was what? Was What was his ADP? 12. He was 12? Well, yeah, 13. I, I'll still take Ben Simmons. Nah, he, he's a staff, I he's I a staff filler. I wouldn't take Ben Simmons over, I'll take, over, I'll take, over Zion. I'll take Zion over his, Ben Simmons. His only, trait, his only bad trait is uh, is that he he doesn't have a good shot. That's it. Embiid, no. He gives you good, good rebounds. He gives you good assists. Embiid, no. 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 Uh, Wall? Yeah. Well, Wall's out. I know. So oh, no, yeah, was out. Skip. Uh, Oladipo's out. Drummond, no. Irving, yeah, I would. You would take over Irving. Yeah. All right, that's debatable. Yeah, I think Irving drops. I think he's dropping. Paul George, no, I take Paul George. Jimmy Butler, I'll take Butler. Take Butler over Zion. 
<clears throat> yeah, I don't I don't know what Zion's going to do. I wouldn't. All right. Look at uh we have to look at Kemba? No. Mitchell? Maybe. Kyle Lowry, yes. Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'll take a shot. Yeah, second round, second, third. We'll see. He's the main guy in the Pelicans, man. <gasps> the ball's going to be in his hands at all times. You know? Yeah, but... Uh. Um, You know who I thought were pretty big winners in the draft? Still uh, finishing off on that topic. Uh, You know who I liked a lot with the pick what they made was the Bulls. The Bulls with... Uh, Cody White. Kobe from, White, the kid from uh, North Carolina, right? Yeah, Kobe White. Yeah, I, I, you know what? A lot of talk about him. There was a talk, a lot of talk. I mean, obviously, John Morant. It's funny if you look at the Grizzlies' uh, Instagram page when they put it before the draft started. They said, "Who do you want to? Like, who do you guys want? Who does the Grizzlies fans want?" And everybody kept Brian Mike Conley back. <laughs> That's what everybody kept writing. Mike Conley, <laughs> give me back Mike Conley. Um, but John Morant was the first point guard off the board, and then the next point guard was Darius Garland, uh, and people thought that he might be the best point guard in the draft. A lot of people thought that, that Darius Garland was going to be the best point guard draft, but it's also between him and Cody White. Now, the Knicks also worked out Darius Garland and Kobe White uh, in the draft. I mean, you know, they knew they are going to take RJ, but... Yeah, they, they probably only would have done that if they would have traded down. Or if, you know, RJ got hurt. <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's some car accident or something. But still, though, like, uh, you know... I like the Kobe White pick. The Bulls are definitely in the redraft. I mean, we uh, rebuild mode. Rebuild mode yeah. uh, I think it's a. I, I'm I'm a firm believer that if you're going to completely 100 percent rebuild everything, you want to probably start with the point guard. Um, especially nowadays, it's a small ball type game. Uh, and I always said to my to the kids I coach, I said if the starting five is a body, then the point guard is the brain. If the brain's not operating, the rest of the body's going to fall. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, that that that's what I feel. I feel it's good to start with the point guard. That's why I felt like we didn't need the point guard because I'm not saying that Dennis Smith Jr. is our point guard for the whole future, but it's that spot for the moment is filled. And shout out also to ESPN for totally ripping us apart. Oh, yeah. It's like the Knicks. The team needs everything. Starters and bench. It must have been a producer that, you know, works with a lot of New Yorkers and like like a Stephen A. Smith, I guess, and, and we're just tr- you know trolling them. But you know what's funny is that I saw that when I was wa- I was watching the draft at my gym, right? Yeah. I was watching the draft at my gym, and I saw that I was like, "Yo, they really put that up there." And then when I saw people putting it all over the internet, it was hilarious. Like all like the, you know, um, the responses they were getting from the internet, but they really, really did put that. It said team needs everything, starters and bench. I was cracking up, and it was like a headline online. It says ESPN, um, you know, trolls New York, and the fans ain't mad. <laughs> the fans aren't mad at it. No. Um, unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, second round picks. Anybody else stood out for you for second round? Come on, man. What? Who? Manu Ball's son. Ball ball. ball, 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 ball. Yeah. The Knicks wanted to trade up to get him. Uh, I wouldn't have been mad at that. You know, uh, I think it, it's definitely going to be a. So Denver got a good player. So, but how does you know he's going to be obviously be a backup to Jokic, and as a Jokic is you know you know him, him taking a while to develop in the league as well. You know, like to go you know to come out of fruition to play the was. I think it's going to be good, as and he's still young, so it'd be good for him to teach Bobo to come up. Yeah, I think and not for nothing. I think uh, he's definitely going to be a rotational guy mm-hmm. uh, for the second unit for Denver. And he's definitely going to provide some defense, you know, mm-hmm. especially with his 
you know, wingspan and his height, of course. Uh, and I think it's a good fit. It's not like they're going to demand a lot from him. You know, he's probably going to be playing 10, 15 minutes a game and, you know, slowly develop, you know. And, but it can potentially be a steal because imagine with him, if he ends up developing into a everyday player, uh, imagine him and Jokic in the yeah. back. That might change the way uh, basketball, you know, the NBA uh, plays basketball, you know? Yeah. Because you're talking about two big guys that could defend a lot. And Jokic with his passing game. With Bobo? I wanted to pick him based on name alone. <laughs> Bobo. Yes. Simply simply his name alone, I wanted to pick him. So, you know, uh, it, 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 I think for a second round, that's a really, uh, that, that's a steal. You know, uh, he was considered to go in the first round, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he drastically dropped, but uh, yeah, that's the one that really, really, really stands out. Um, I do. I'm not mad. Also, at the Knicks second round pick, also the trading with the Kings, just giving swapping picks, giving them some cash. That's okay with me. Uh, you know, he was pretty good for Michigan. He was Michigan's lead scorer. Uh, Ignas Bradiski, whatever. Ingus Pingus. <laughs> Ingus Brasdekis. Like, who is this? This Ingus Pingus. <laughs> oh, is it Ignis or Ignas? Iggy, they call uh, him. Can we call him the... They call him Iggy. Can we call Iggy Nas? Nah, just Iggy. Yo, he's like the... He could be the the, the second coming of Nas. Oh, in basketball stop, stop. For the Knicks. <laughs> stop. Brasdekis. Uh, but with the Kings, they, they did pretty good with that pick with the Knicks would have had with Kyle Guy. He was good. The guy from uh, UVA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good, Kyle guy. So for a shooting guard, once again, another team that's looking to rebuild, another team that's looking to start something. They got a pretty decent offensive player that late in the second round, you know? Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, that's about it. Uh, Knicks A-, minus. okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for R.J. Barrett, you know? And, and it's funny because, you know, it's funny when I, was, when I was arguing with my boy Moodoo about this and I was arguing with him. And I was telling him, I was like, oh, yeah, you rather have, you know, RJ over Zion. I kept telling him, no, no, no. You listen to me. And I was like, you know what, Moodoo? I've been saying this for a while. If we don't get Zion, I want RJ Barrett. I'm going to be very, very happy with RJ Barrett. I'm going to be ecstatic with Zion, but I'll be very happy with RJ Barrett. But at the end of the day, Moodoo, all this tells me is you do not listen to the podcast. That's all this tells me. Because if you listen to the podcast, you know, like, yeah, right, you didn't say that. You started saying that after you figured out the Knicks had a third pick. No, I've been saying it for a while. If the Knicks do not get RJ, no, Zion Williamson, I want RJ Barrett. I do not want Ja Morant. No. I've been no. saying that. I feel like, you know what? We didn't get the best player in the draft, but it could have been worse. Yeah. We, it could have been worse. We could have drafted, you know, Taco Falls. <laughs> Remember when that was that somebody was trolling because they definitely were like Knicks are seriously considering Taco Fall. Yeah, <laughs> went undrafted. <laughs> went undrafted. Uh, did uh, did we you could, notice? Uh, we could have took Ru- Ruya. Did you notice the outfit that uh, Bobo was wearing? Of course, I noticed it. But, I mean, it's a lot of jokes there. Was the spider web? I, I mean, that was the only design on his turtleneck tuxedo. <laughs> but he has it in his pants too Is he like trying to say he's Venom I don't know I don't know what he's trying to say right, Cool. I'll tell you what though about Bobo That's a face only a mother could love 
he is not a good looking guy. <laughs> that's you know what I was saying the same thing about Sheldon Williams when he came out of UNC and he's just an ugly dude. I was like, ah, oh, that's a face that's hard to look at. Uh oh. Since I was talking about Spider Man and stuff, uh and Venom, uh do you know who Zion Williamson's favorite character is? It's not Spider Man, is it? No. Is it Venom? No. Green Goblin? Uh Thanos. Thanos? Yeah. Uh, he probably just found out about him. Yeah. No, he says supposedly he's a big uh comic guy. Yeah, right. He went to the movies and because he said something uh in draft day, right? What did he say at draft night when he got uh, I didn't selected. I didn't hear what he said. I, I I didn't hear what he said because I just knew what he was saying in his mind. Like, I really don't want to go to New Orleans. Come on. You hear what LeVar Ball said? No, go finish your story first. Uh speaking of no no no. Uh speaking of LeVar Ball, did you hear the roast that Shaq did? Nah. In the and the NBA uh Nah. The awards thing, no. Awards. He says uh he says something in the sword that the Lakers cut off, had to cut off both of their balls. And oh, then they I showed a it. picture of yeah, Lonzo yeah, and LeVar. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing was right. on was on Shaq and a Fool was when um was when he uh what did he do? Oh, remember remember that time when uh when uh, Antetokounmpo, when the Greek freak was uh dribbling the ball and then he threw it into James Harden's face. No, I don't remember that. You don't remember that? He was dribbling and he went to go pass it and it hit James Harden right in the oh, face. Okay, yes, I do. So, but he, instead of the ball, it was the NBA, the MVP award. He's like, here, take that. I took the MVP award from Ooh. you. I thought that was hilarious. But yeah, you, you, you heard the impressions. They also speak of impressions. We're talking all about impressions when they talk about uh, Jay Farrow doing the impression of, of Shaq. No, go ahead. You hear that? Have someone come in and do something that he could do. Let's talk about Shaq. This this is, yes, yes. Go ahead, I, Shaq. I sent it to the chat. Go ahead, no, Shaq. I'm just saying. I'm just letting everybody know that. <laughs> when you yeah, achieve his goods. It's Jay Farrell. I'm okay because I'm out here. You know, but I got to do it. You know, happy to be here. Happy to be here. Truck, how you doing? You look good. You look good. I see you. I see everybody. I see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. He's all cross-eyed and stuff. All right. Uh, anyway, let's go back. Let's get back to the program. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that he just figured out about Thanos just like right then and like you know not like not like me reading the comic books as a kid, you know. But whatever, it's fine. What you felt about the MVP? Was that uh, the right player to that? They absolutely, hundred percent, absolutely, no question about it. What did you feel about Toy Story Four, the movie? I did not see Story, <sighs> Toy Story Four. Can you please go watch it? Okay. Have you seen all the other Toy Stories? No. Toy Story Four was fantastic. Okay. It was great. It is the first time Keanu Reeves has been in a Disney movie. Really? He's in this movie. He's the first time ever Keanu Reeves has done a Disney movie. Well, he has a monotone voice, so he plays it doesn't Duke, work. He plays Duke Kaboom. And how does he talk? It's like Hello. an e- no, he talks like this, like Duke Kaboom, like because you know Duke Kaboom because he's he's a he's like an evil Knievel toy, you know, evil Knievel, the stunt man, and he's like on a motorcycle. He does like like the stunt toys, right? Mm-hmm. But he's the Canadian version because Evil Canada is all about America. And he's like, yes, I Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, he is Canadian. Yo, it's a mega movie, man. Toy Story 4 is mad good. It's hilarious. I like Keanu Reeves. He'd be taking the uh, the train. Yeah, I know. Chilling. And giving up the, the seats and nobody recognizing him. You've seen the pictures, too, that they put up Barstool and he takes pictures with women. His hands are not on him. Like, he puts his hands around oh, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's like, she's so chill. He He's so woke. <laughs> he's so woke. He Keanu Reeves just has, like, such... 
a like a image about him and a persona that's like he's like the man like um <clears throat> there's an episode in South Park where Kenny had to uh like Kenny was playing like the PSP game it was like about a heaven and hell <clears throat> and basically what it was that heaven actually made the game to find somebody to control their army and using a PSP to control the actual fight between heaven and hell <laughs> So heaven purposely had Kenny killed and he actually had the PSP to tell the troops where to go to actually fight the armies of hell. And they were like, we have ourselves our Keanu Reeves and they go to hell. Oh no, they have a Keanu Reeves. Like, Oh, Keanu Reeves. Oh no. And they're like, and at the end of it, when heaven wins the battle to get, tell Kenny heaven won the battle. Well, of course they win the battle. Okay. And so when heaven wins the battle at the end of it, they, they, they give Kenny a golden Keanu Reeves statue. <laughs> I don't reason the man. All right. South Park be wildin'. South Park's hilarious. I love it. It's like super, super smart. Let's get back into some football talk. Uh draft mock se- mock draft season is on the way. Uh let's talk a little bit about the NFC South. We went over the NFC East. Let's talk Let's talk about the NFC South, baby. Let's talk about Cam no, no, keep going. Sorry. And Rye. Let's talk about Julio Jones. Devonta Freeman and and Drew Brees. Let's talk about the NFC. Let's talk about the NFC South. Yeah. Let's talk about the NFC. Let's talk about the NFC South. All right, that was a good drop, right? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I worked on it in the studio, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was took a while. That was pretty bad. Uh, all right, so let's, anyway, let's start off with the Falcons. The Falcons. Talk to me what you thought, what you thoughts, what your thoughts are on the Falcons. Listen, the Falcons. Listen, you're going to be definitely looking out at Matt, Matt Ryan, Devonta Freeman, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Julio Jones, he finished as a wide receiver what last year? He was a top 10. Tell wide receiver four. Right. Top five. He's one of the steadiest guys you could select in the first round. Uh, what's annoying is he's always going to come up in the, in the injury, uh, you know, uh, in the injury news report, some, in the injury report, there you go with toes, some, some sort of weird injury, but he still plays, you know, definitely, you know, it's it, from the it's year turf before, toe. Turf toe. <laughs> uh, definitely from the season before he definitely got you some eight, he got you eight touchdowns, you know, and I feel like this is where he's going to be for this season too. He's a guy for sure that, you know, I feel like you could still select him in the first round and you wouldn't you won't get a bus player. He's not a bus a bus player, you know. Uh a player that I'm definitely gonna be targeting is Devonta Freeman. Devonta Freeman, his current ADP, he's ranking as a RB seventeen. He's co- he's going in the beginning of the third round. You're talking about a player that in two thousand fifteen he was the number one running back of the season uh, of of the of the league, and in 2016 he ended up as a RB six. All right, his stock is definitely going to be down because he had the injury and he was out for most of the season. But guess what? There's no Tevin Coleman. He's definitely going to get much more touches and, and much more snaps. Uh, Ito, Ito Smith he had an opportunity to show that uh, that he could be a good player, serviceable running back, but he definitely didn't didn't show up. So I feel like this is you could get Devonta Freeman. I think he'll be a steal in the third round. 
you could probably take a gamble at the end of the second round for Devonte Freeman. Um, I agree with the Devonte Freeman thing. That I definitely agree with. I mean, obviously, he said he drops because of the long, long injury he had yesterday, uh, last year, and he really kills a lot of people. I mean, because if you're drafting him in the third round, you're looking at him more than likely as your RB2 with RB1 potential. I think he'll end up as RB one. He has RB one potential. Well, I don't. I don't I, know if he will. I, I, he he'll end up as a top RB uh, run, uh, top twelve running back for sure. I think he peaked early. I think that that first year where he like just came out of nowhere in the seventh round and he destroyed and he killed and uh, that was his peak. I think that's his highest floor is going to go. I don't think he's going to get. He's going to ever get that great when his first year that he got drafted when he was being taken in the seventh round. Uh, well, like, his, two, his, like three like two three years ago. His his first season he 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 only. He played sixteen games, but you know he he only brought you fifty seven fantasy points. No, but did, the but second did. and the third year he definitely played good. But you got to remember that, he, that they started implementing Tevin Coleman more. The offensive coordinator changed, so they had a different type of uh, philosophy in how to play Devonta Freeman. No, I I get that, but what I'm saying is that with the fact that you know with all those touchdowns that he had, he had a ton of touchdowns. With all those um. You know, like 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 ca- passes he was catching, but now with all these injuries piling on top of him, you know what I mean? Like you said, with the offensive all changing, I don't think he's gonna ever get back to that. I still think he has RB one potential, but not to be like what you expect of that. You know what I mean? I, I don't see him as a running back one, like ending up as your running back number one of the season. You know, but RB one top twelve, yes, he's not. He's not gonna. He's not gonna relive his 2015 when he had 97 targets. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But, you know, like the uh, 2017, he only saw 47 targets. But guess what? Tevin Coleman was more involved in the passing game. Who's going to be the one that's going to be more involved in the passing game? Is it going to be Ito Smith? Yeah. You know, I, I, I feel like I feel like uh, Devonta Freeman could potentially see 60-plus targets. You know, uh, touchdowns, okay, maybe he won't get the double-digit touchdowns, but... You know, in the PPR league, uh, you know, if he ends up seeing 60 targets, you're talking about RB, RB1, you know, ending up as an RB, you're, you're RB1. Well, um, and he's going he's going as an RB17 right now. You know, he's definitely going to end up as an RB12, top 12. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, I, I like him. Um, I definitely recommend him, like, whatever, everything he's saying and more. Um, of course, if he gets hurt again, I mean, losing a third-round pick, it hurts a lot. But it's not like your season can't be salvaged. You know what I'm saying? Um, but because I, when I, when I always feel like when if you look at the difference between the point drops offs, like your first and second round picks have got to hit. They have got to be great. Your first round and your second round picks because the drop off of the average points per season that a first round pick and a second round pick will get you is tremendous. It is a huge drop off. Between what they get you, you know, I'll, I'll do the stats. I'll do the numbers for next next uh, next week's show. But it's definitely he can definitely be there as a good RB two. You know what I mean? Um, but we're talking about um, Julio Jones, what you were mentioning about before. He's a stud. He's a beast. He's definitely one of the arguably one of the best wide receivers in the game, if not arguably the best. I don't think he is, but he's in that conversation at least. Uh, I'm worried about him this year. He makes me nervous this year. You know, like, I get it. He had a couple more touchdowns last year. Uh, I get it, the fact that, you know, he is one of the best in, in the league, and, he, you know, he's just had great hands. When he wants to take over, he could def- definitely take over. But like you said, with the injuries, you know, age is becoming a little more of a factor. Calvin Ridley starting to emerge a little bit more. And this year, the defense he is facing is not 
easy. It is tough. Goes against the Panthers twice. He goes against the Saints twice, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Jaguars, the Vikings, the Colts. Faces Patrick Peterson against the Cardinals. It's tough. It's it's a very, 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 very dangerous uh, season he has against very good pass defenses. Uh, I understand that, and I, I understand your concern, but having a Calvin Ridley is definitely going to be much more of a benefit for him. D- that's one That's one side of the coin. The other side of the coin, it takes away touches and targets for him. Yeah, but I still he's still going to end up as a wide receiver one. Like, if you look at Calvin Ridley's numbers last year, right? I think he ends he up ended a wide up, receiver two. Really ended up as a wide receiver 22. Right. Well, that's, last, that's his rookie year. Yeah. And like is, we said, we all know. Is, which is fabulous. But we all know that it takes wide receivers a little longer to emerge in the NFL. Yeah. So, like, his stats, right, for last year, Calvin Ridley, 64 receptions, 821 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Now, I don't see the touchdowns this year. I think he's going to regress with the touchdowns. I don't. I think he's going to see maybe seven touchdowns. But who is famous I, I, for you not getting touchdowns? I do see Calvin Ridley getting you 1,000 yards this season. He's another one that I could target and be my wide receiver, too, because I think he could end up as a wide yeah, receiver, I don't, too. He I don't, ended up as a wide receiver, too, as a rookie. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think Calvin is going to be the one. I just think that I, I think it's the other side of the coin with Calvin Ridley. There, I think it's only going to take targets away from Julio Jones because Julio Jones is always going to be Julio Jones. You know what I mean? Based on name alone, like, like, all right, like somebody like what who has a uh, bad wide receiver core? You know, like um, I'm trying to think about this, like like the Ravens, right? Like, right, who's the main guy in the Ravens? Right? Like Marquise Brown, right? All right. Having other players around them could help alleviate them because they don't they don't know who the best player they're going to look at. You know what I mean? The defense is going to spread around because there's no surefire best player. You know what I mean? They're going to see who the wide receiver one is, and they're going to cover the wide receiver one, but they're not going to put all that pressure on that wide receiver one like Marquise Brown or, you know, John Brown, who's on the Ravens right now, right? No, John yeah. Brown got traded to the, to the Bills. Sorry. Yeah. Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed is number two on the Ravens right now. So, um... It's not like they're going to put all that pressure on just, you know, like those guys, you know, like, so if he had a, so if Marquise Brown had a better wide receiver as his wide receiver too, or somebody well more well-known, it will help spread the defense a little around. That will help. Julio Jones is Julio Jones. They're going to cover Julio Jones no matter what. They know the name. Yeah. And it's a name you fear when your defense goes up against a guy like Julio Jones. Julio Jones. And it's a name when it's usually in your lineup, you're, Set it, forget it, you're happy about it. And of course, if you draft him, set it, forget it. And I'm not saying don't draft him because he's Julio Jones. You're going against a defense of those of that caliber that I'm naming. It's scary. You still draft Julio Jones, but this is the reason why I'm telling you that I'm nervous about him. I'm not as hyped about him. And if I'm taking him, I'm not going to be overly ecstatic. I would take him because I feel like he's the best player available at the time. Like, I'm still taking him over Mike Evans. He was, taking him over AJ Green, you know what I mean. I'm taking him over Amari Cooper, maybe over Amari Cooper, maybe. No, nah, I also like Julio over Amari. But this is what I'm trying. That's what. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, if I'm taking Julio Jones, it's because I want because either he is the best player available, or I need a wide receiver to be the best player available. You understand know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So like, because I'm nervous about, I'm always going to be nervous about his injuries. I'm always going to be nervous about his touchdowns, and I'm always going to be nervous, and especially even this year to add on to it, I'm nervous about the defense he's facing. So these are the reasons why I'm not happy about Julio Jones. Gotcha. Uh, let's go over the Falcons' um, schedule. 
What about Matt Ryan? Would you be selecting Matt Ryan? Yeah, of course. No doubt. No problems. All right, cool. I like the Matt Ryan. All right, so read me on who goes where. So the records, right? Yeah, we're going to do the records. Okay, so the, the Panthers. Uh, the, split. The, the split. I see a split with the Saints. Lose both. No, split. Split. I see a split too. Bucks. Win. Both. Sweep. Yeah. All right, so that's that's that. All right, so now they played the Rams at home. Lose. Lose? Hold on, man. Hold on, man. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold up. Hold my phone. So I got I got the four two <sighs> in the division. And then uh with the Rams, Lose. I see them losing. Mm-hmm. With the with the Seahawks home, win. Win. Eagles home. Win. What did we say last year? Oh, we forgot. No, they they I said win. I said the Falcons beat them. I think I have them losing. Okay. Um, <laughs> we got to look at this. We got to go yeah. through it again. Who are we here? Redskins, they're definitely going to beat. They were going to win. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Eagles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? All right, wait, hold up. We got the Rams, the Seahawks, the Eagles. All right, next one is Jaguars. Sorry about that. So Rams, Seahawks, Eagles, Jaguars. Lose. I, I got them winning. Uh, Titans at home. Lose. I got them winning. Crazy. All right, away. Cardinals. Win. Me too. 49ers away. Win. Me too. Vikings away. Lose. Lose. Colts away. Lose. Lose. Texans away. Win. I have them losing. So I got five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got them 10 and six. I got them nine and seven. Fair enough. Close enough. Are you writing them down? Yeah. Oh, by the way, so let me forget to mention NBA talk. Uh, we didn't we didn't mention this earlier. This actually came out today. This news. Did you did you hear about it? No. Go ahead. Um, oh, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant declines his thirty one point five million dollar player option and will become an unrestricted free agent. It's it's gonna be typical Knicks. Knicks is gonna get a player that's not gonna play for a season, and they're gonna get Kyrie Irving who uh, was injured when the Celtics <coughs> made it to the. <coughs> Eastern Conference Finals, and then when he was fully healthy, they got eliminated in the, what, first round? Yep. Yeah, so yeah, it sounds like the Knicks are I, know, I, ready, I, ready I, to win a chip. I really, 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 really hope we don't get him. Who? I, the, the Kevin Durant. What about Kyrie Irving? I don't want him either. Me too. Me too. I, I, don't, I, don't, I really hope we don't, we don't rush and get anything in them. All right. On All right to, let's on get to on to the, the Panthers. <clears throat> Talk to me, Panthers. Well, we already know we've been talking uh, exhaustly about CMC. He's a guy. You Good def- word. Exhaustly. Yeah. So <laughs> CMC is some guy you're definitely going to be selecting if you have the top three picks. You know, if he falls to you in the four, five, six, and hallelujah, God bless you. Uh, Cam Newton. I know uh, he 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 had he recently had that sh- uh, shoulder uh, surgery, right? Mm-hmm. So you just got to monitor that. Uh, but if he's fully healthy on board, he's definitely a quarterback I'm definitely going to be looking for. He's a guy that can end up as a your QB1, you know? You're, you seem like you're not really that convinced. Nah. And then everyone else is just going to be uh, a shot, a shot in the dark, you know? 
Uh, it, it, it could end up being where's uh, DJ Moore, the guy, Curtis Samuels is going to be the guy. You know, um, now with uh, Chris Hogan. Oh, Chris. Uh, I'm not really. Uh, I don't <clears throat> think Chris Hogan is going to going to do anything. Um, as far as the tight end position, you know, you got Ian Thomas, you got, uh, what's, what's his name? Greg Olson. Greg, yeah, Greg Olson coming back. So that throws a little wrinkle on Ian, Th- Ian Thomas's, uh, development. He looked pretty promising at the end of the, the season of last year, but you know, now that you have Greg, that it might impede his, uh, you know, his, his production. So in in this team, the only one that I'll be looking to uh, towards who is uh, CMC and uh, Cam Newton if fully healthy. I'm not crazy about Cam Newton. Cam Newton is one of those middle of the range quarterbacks that, you know, if if he's there and you want to get him, get him. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not somebody that I'm really looking to get that I really want to get. You know, it, it's. I don't know. It just doesn't impress me for anything. Like, look at look at the guys going around. Him. Would you rather have Cam Newton or Kyle Murray? Cam Newton, of course. Come on, Cam Newton or Jared Goff. Cam Newton, James Winston. Cam Newton, Roethlisberger. Cam Newton, Philip Rivers. Depending on who's going where. <laughs> Philip Rivers going to tenth round, and Cam Newton ninth. Ninth, I think I'll go Cam Newton. Damn, crazy. Philip River. I mean, Tom Brady. Cam Newton. You're nuts. Jimmy Garoppolo. Cam Newton. Yeah, no. Nah. I rather wait. I rather wait and get these guys in the twelfth round. They're gonna give me just as much points, if not more, than Cam Newton. Ba- ba- Philip Rivers, based on wide receiver core alone, is gonna give you more points than Cam Newton. And he's going around later. Philip Rivers, based on this wide receiver core alone. He had an awesome year last season. Ke- Keen Allen is way better than DJ Moore, Chris Hogan, Tory, you know, Aldrick Robinson, Torrey Smith. He's way better than all of them. He's a, he has way better hands than any of them. So it's like it's like Cam Newton is one of those middle-of-the-pack quarterbacks. And it, the thing is with Cam Newton is that he does more damage on his feet. Than he does, he does through the and air. He, and he, and, he hogs the touchdowns. That's, and, why, seems, but, but, that's why people were, were like, but season before, they're not up on, on CMC because the red zone. But CM, uh, Cam Newton always takes those. But okay. he's not doing that anymore because of the emergence of CMC. And they have been saying that for a long time now, that they are you know taking away his running ability. They're taking away his chances to run because he's constantly getting hurt. He's And he's still getting hurt even with them taking away his chances to run. Last season, he he, he played most of the season hurt with a shoulder injury. He his You could see that his accuracy was really off. And he's if, not an accurate quarterback as is, but it was really off. And if your team was and going against Cam Newton, was your, were you scared about that? And, and listen, he only played 14 games. Guess what he finished as? What? Quarterback 10? 12. 12. Oh, big deal. Right? And, and guess who was ahead of him? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. What I'm who trying played to, 16 games. What I'm trying to... What, what, exactly. And I get, him a, I get him a draft later. You know what I mean? Like, I think Jimmy Garoppolo's going to have a really good year. You know what I mean? I think I think that Tom Brady's still going to have a decent year. You know how many points... I think Kirk Cousins... Know, I'd rather have Kirk Cousins than Cam Newton. No. I, I Kirk Cousins going to 13 round. Uh, Kirk Cousins... I'll even make, a, I'll even make Kirk, an argument Kirk, with Mr. Trubisky. But yeah, look, look Kirk Cousins finished as a third uh, quarterback 13. Cam Newton only played 14 games. He ended up as a QB 12. 
but who's to say he's going to play even 14 games this year? Well, th- like I said, if he's healthy, he's but, a guy that is definitely going to be. And even with those two more games, look at it. It's a big difference. It's a big, big difference in 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 draft order. Eighth round, going ninth round, going to pose a thirteenth round. I'd rather build more depth and away for my quarterback. Okay. If I'm not getting if I'm not getting a stud quarterback like a Patrick Mahomes or an Aaron Rodgers, you know what I mean, or even like borderline, you know, like Andrew Luck to Sean Watson. If I'm not getting one of those guys in the early five to six rounds, I'm waiting more or less about a tenth round for a quarterback. All right, so let's look at the ADP right now, right? That's so, what I was just going through. So you got Cam Newton going in the ninth round, right, mid or ninth. Would you select Larry Fitzgerald over Cam Newton? No. Wait, no. maybe. Maybe. Maybe, right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Sterling Shepard? Yeah. Okay. Marvin Jones? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Golden Tate gone. Now he's a number two to, to, to Kenny Galladay? Yeah, absolutely. He's a good touchdown guy. Golden Tate? Yeah. You would take Golden Tate over Cam Newton? Yeah. No, nah, I'll definitely take Cam Newton for Dude, sure. Dude, because I know I can get a quarterback much later. DK, DK Metcalf? Yeah. Yeah, Cam Newton? No, no. yeah, I would take DK Metcalf over oh. Cam Newton. Oh, man. Dante Foreman? No. No, right? Austin Eckler? No. Corey unless Davis. unless if I already have Melvin Gordon. Corey Davis? No. All right. So you would definitely take a uh, select Jared Goff over Cam Newton. I would. No. Uh, that's where we disagree, bro. Like I said, it's it, you, you, could, you could definitely get a quarterback much later. You could get a quarterback way, way later. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 man. I'm definitely like if Cam Newton is healthy. Look, he ended up as a QB twelve, number twelve. He's he could he could def, for the eighth dude, round, dude. And and but like you said, look, look, look. If you look at all the other QBs, they're putting up very, very similar points to all the other ones, and you can get them much later. You know what I mean? Having a QB one, a QB one stretches all the way to like fifteen. Like it, you could get a, a he could end up being a QB one eight, right? And you're selecting him in the ninth round. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers is going in the fifth round. You're getting a bargain. No, but this is why we always say about waiting for the QB. We always say wait for the QB, yeah. right? We always say that. And to time. me, and to me, I feel like getting Cam Newton in the ninth round, there's value. Because most of these no. QBs that people are selecting in the fourth, the third, the fourth, the fifth, and the sixth round, you know, like Baker Mayfield is going into the sixth round. Matt Ryan is going to enter the sixth round. You're getting a player that could definitely outproduce them in the ninth round. No. Dude, it, so it, to me, I see a lot of draft value there, draft capital, with a guy that just a season ago, two seasons ago, was going in the fifth, sixth round, and you're getting him in the ninth round. No, I, I, I totally, totally disagree with you. Okay. Because, like I, I said, it's it, – Quarterback's always going to give you a little, for a lot of points for the most part. All right, let's see. Right now, like Cam Newton, right? He ended. He had two hundred and eighty-two fantasy points. Right, played in fourteen games with a, with a bum shoulder, dude. But it's, ahead, it's, it's, is it more likely he plays fourteen or sixteen games? He's likely to play sixteen games. He's more likely Not, to play sixteen four, games. Fourteen games. He's more likely to play fourteen, 14 games, games. Right. More, more, more likely. Right. All right. Jared Goff last year, first of all, had more points than Cam Newton. Uh-huh. With 310. Yeah. Right? Adam Thielen had 307. Like, hey, how many how many uh, fantasy points per game was Cam Newton averaging? 20.2. So if he plays 16 games, 
That'll put him at three twenty. Would, would you would you have that'll rather put him at three twenty? Would you have rather would you have rather would you have rather had Robert Woods? It, but what you can't say that if he played sixteen games because he okay. didn't. Okay. You know what I mean? He didn't. Would you have rather had Robert Woods or Cam Newton? You're talking about Robert Robert Woods is not going in the ninth round, man. D- last you're, year he you're, did. You're talking Yeah, ni- that's but you're 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 comparing apples and oranges right now. How? You're looking at last How? year. You're looking at last season. Right. Talking but, about, you're, but you're telling me last season he ended up I, QB thirteen. I'm I'm saying for the where he where Cam Newton is going right now in the ninth round, there's definitely draft capital. There's definitely there's value. definitely not because because you're getting a player that you was thinking last season if you would select over Robert Woods. Now you're you're, you're over here. Should I select Cam Newton over Donson Foreman? Four, but he's a one. He's a one out of like the twelve players. I said I would. I would not take over Cam. Golden Tate, like Golden are, Tate, I would. No, the, because Golden I'm building. Tate, I'm building Marvin more. Jones. Like I'm like. All right, I'm definitely. Like, by then, you should. You're looking at in the ninth round. You definitely already selected three wide receivers, dude. By the ninth round, how many wide receivers do you think you have selected already? But I, I, by the ninth I, round, you you know you can always you can never have enough wide receivers running backs. Okay. So you know that you so know that ninth round, right? So let's say you haven't uh, hypothetical. You haven't selected a quarterback yet. Your first eight picks have been most likely one tight end, four running backs, or five running backs, four wide receivers, or five wide receivers. Right. right? First of all, Cam Newton ended up as as, as QB twelve on a point per game basis. Right on a point per game basis. No, not even. Sorry. Hold on. Let me say right now. Point per game basis. Twenty point five. Hold on, hold on. All right. Cam Newton ended up at a point card game basis 20.5, right? Mitch Trubisky, 18. Jared Goff, 19. Dak Prescott, even 17. These There's a huge difference in where these guys are being drafted by the points they're giving you. How is that getting a lot of draft capital? If I'm taking somebody in the eighth round, a quarterback, a one position that I could get later on, Three, four rounds later, and I could possibly get myself. Remember, Aaron Alvin Kamara was going somewhere around around a 10, 12 rounds somewhere. I could possibly draft somebody with some potential to be an RB1 or wide receiver one. Hell, maybe even a tight end one. Somewhere around that 8 to 10 range. Somebody that's going to probably explode and then get myself a quarterback who's going to get me around the same points that Cam Newton is going to get me. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, this is why I don't see no draft capital because there's somebody else that's going to go in the 13th round or 12th round that's going to give you more, maybe less, possibly less, but not by much. They're going to still give you around the same fantasy points. All when right. it came to fantasy so, points, so, so, Cam Newton in total had 282. Tom Brady, who this year is going in like the 13th round in the, or 11th round or whatever it is, right? Three rounds later, he had 281. And, and guess what? He has no Gronk this season. Right. I get it. I'm saying, but look, uh, he, 281. He doesn't, he doesn't run. Mitch Trubisky, 263. But Cam Newton is being held back from running. They're holding him back. They started with that last year. He's already getting hurt, even though he's being held back from running. And he's not going to run as much again this year because of CMC. And they want him to stop running to keep his longevity. All right, and that's so where he does more damage on his legs. All right, I, I like how you're looking at you know the week to week. That's only two three points, so it's not much of a significance. It's not right. a huge significance. But I look at the bigger picture. If I'm in a season, if I'm in a league that the tiebreaker is the total points by the end of the season, that's real that, specific. Wait, 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 wait! But still. That still adds up. That's there's still value there. No, there's not. You're talking about you're talking about at least the th- th- thirty six points. 
that could be in your advantage that only were two or three during a week to week basis that could definitely make or break you going to the to the that, playoffs. That that's a that's a, that that's a you know what I'll give you that then fine because that's such a and, specific thing and, that is so specific to this thing. <laughs> it's like, but what if happened if you cross the street two seconds later that bus would have hit you? You know what? You're absolutely right. I'll give you that point. But he's he he all in all he's being selected in the ninth round, right? That, and I don't. I, he's eighth let's round. say huh? ninth round. Yeah, ninth round, beginning of the ninth. So let's say your first eight picks has has been one tight end, three or four running backs, or three four wide receivers. At, you already have your your top three running backs and your top three wide receivers. Take away your the, flex. You already have your flex. That you could cover on both sides, uh, your flex as a running back and your flex as a wide receiver. What? Why not select a Cam Newton? You're telling what be, you're telling me now. What yeah. you're telling me now, it completely negates the whole wait for a quarterback. No, you could no, but why not wait for some? Because he could end up being top three quarterback at the end of the season. What what Cam Newton could end up I being? Draw, that's a huge stretch. That's a huge stretch. He could. That's a huge stretch. He could. No, no. I, I do. He's not going to be better than Andrew Luck. He's not going to be better than, than Patrick Mahomes. No, that's a huge There's a potential. Stretch. No. There's a potential. I don't see no potential for him being a top three. All right. So you, you're saying that his peak is done. He's, huh? His peak has already gone. Not his peak is already, downhill. His peak. It's not downhill, but he's he's, he's a plateaued. That's it. He's plateaued. So he, Fantasy-wise, so fantasy so tell- he's plateaued. So you're telling me he, will ne- he never has a chance of winning the MVP? Fantasy-wise, no. No, MVP. Fantasy-wise, no. MVP in the league, maybe. Yeah. Matt right. Ryan almost won it. And you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's other players who almost won the MVP and weren't like the best, you know, fantasy players. Fantasy okay. wise, he's, he's peaked. Yes. Fantasy okay. wise, it's done. All right. But I, I just, I just, you know, what you're, everything you're saying, it completely negates the whole wait for a quarterback thing. Cause I still think, I still think for a Cam Newton, eighth round is too early. A quarterback in the ninth round uh, is not the eighth round. A quarterback in the ninth round is not that bad. What, what, would I rather select a tight end in the ninth round? Dude, there's a way more quarterbacks that are going off in like the tenth and and lower rounds. You All could right. definitely take somebody else who has a better chance of adding more depth to your team. One hundred percent. All right. This is why you and I don't share a team. This is why, for this reason. Now we have to pick the winners and losers. Yeah, that's the the losers are going to be you when you pick Cam Newton in the ninth round. Okay, that's going to be a loser. Estabian. Take him in the eighth round while you're at it. Go ahead. No, I'm not. So I said ninth round. There's value. I'm just. I'm just saying there is. Value. I 100 percent disagree with being value in the ninth, in the ninth round. I 100 percent disagree. All right. There's value in the thirteenth round for the player who gets a total of ten points less than Cam Newton. All right. With the Falcons, do they split? Yeah, we said they split. All right. With the Saints, uh, they lose both. Yeah, I have them losing both. With the Bucks, they split. Um. Uh, I have I have them sweeping them. All right, at home against the Cardinals, win. Win. At home against the Niners, win. Win. At home against the Cowboys, lose. lose. At home against the Colts, lose. Lose. At home against the Texans, lose. I'll say win. All right, away games. You know what? <laughs> uh, F me life. All right. Let's go back. 
at home against the Rams. They lose. <laughs> they lose. What happened? What were you doing? I was reading the Saints schedule. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now we got to go with thing all back. You know what? You know, you know, Marchetti. I was all riled up with the Cam Newton debate. I know, but, oh, God. All right, hold on. The, the Falcons, they split, right? The Saints, they lose, and then they split with the Pucks. Now yeah. what? All right, Rams at home, they lose. Lose. Seahawks at home, win. win. Redskins at home, win. win. Jaguars at home, win. Win. Titans at home. Win. Yeah. All right. Away games. Cardinals. Away. Win. The win. Niners. Win. Damn, win. We got a pretty easy schedule. Packers. Lose. Colts. Lose. lose. Texans. Lose. Yeah. Away. Yeah. I'll say that. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ooh. I got them nine and seven. No way. I got them eight and I, I got them eight and eight. Yeah, I think I'm giving too much props. I'm getting. I got them eight and eight. I think you know what they're gonna. I, I have. I have them nine and seven. Can I just bump them, <laughs> bump them down to eight and eight? Which game? Mm. <laughs> you know we don't got that much Which, time left. Yeah, I know. I know. So um, just, I'm just bumping to eight and eight. Go ahead. You'll figure it out later. Yeah. All right, um, the Saints, I don't think there's much to talk about the Saints with, though. So we could probably just go through this one really quick. There's really not much to say about the Saints, except for the fact about Drew Brees, I guess, is the biggest outline. I mean, Michael Thomas is an actual a stud, a beast, Michael Thomas. You take Michael Thomas, you know, he's a stud. You take Alvin Kamara, he's a stud. Latavius Murray stands out to me here. He's a great, great handcuff, and I think he'll be a valuable RB2 flex-worthy type running back, to be honest with you. Um I don't know about you, but I, I you know, I, I think he's going to be a better backup than, uh, you know, uh, Mark Ingram, at yeah. least because Mark Ingram wasn't loved in the Saints. I mean, I know he had that one great season, you know, not that one great season, but he had a great season not too long ago. But, you know, Sean Payton didn't like Mark Ingram. So uh, the Saints defense is a solid pick as well to take very late. You know, they, they, you know, they started off rocky last year. Then they emerged to get better and better and better. They're a good defense to have. Um, so yeah, you know, it's like I said, you know, going against the the Falcons is the best offense they face twice in the season. You know, the Panthers offense is good. You know, Christian McVay have a great run defense. They did a great job of stopping Christian McCaffrey last year. Uh, the Bucks defense doesn't, the Bucks offense doesn't scare anybody, nor does their defense. Uh, the biggest thing I would say here, of course, is, uh, Drew Brees, you know what I mean? Going in the seventh round, um, same thing with, which kind of with the Cam Newton argument, you know? Granted, Drew Brees is better than Cam. Can we at least agree on that? That Drew Brees is better than Cam Newton. I uh, did not say that. Can Drew we agree? Brees is better than Cam Newton. Can we agree on or it? Or Cam Newton is better than Drew Brees? I know, but can <laughs> we agree on that? Yes. Okay. So Drew Brees last year was a top ten. Was it? Was it? Was the number eighth overall quarterback? He's a top ten quarterback. Okay. I still think it's very early in the seventh round to take. Like I said, I, if, if for me, if I'm not getting Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, or Andrew Luck. Deshaun Watson is an outlier for me. He's kind of like, you know what I mean? That depends. Like, and it also depends on who I have. Like, if I have Michael Thomas, you know what I mean? Then I want to pair him up with Drew Brees. I get that. 
especially with their connection that they have, you know, like, you know, like Deshaun Watson and the connection he has with, with uh, DeAndre Hopkins, that's a little different. You know, Aaron Rodgers, the connection that he has with Devontae Adams, these are a little bit different, more um, defend, you know, more to defend your case and your argument about taking a quarterback really early. You know what I mean? The only reason I would more than likely take Drew Brees in the seventh round is for the fact that if I have Michael Thomas, you understand what I'm saying? With Cam Newton, I mean, the only reason I guess you can make the argument is if you have Christian McCaffrey because he passes to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could defend it a little more there. So I don't see much value for him at the seventh, but uh, once again, there is a big drop-off when it comes to guys like Cam Newton points-wise and Drew Brees points-wise, you know. Not not even not even all that much. It's a, it's a 20, 22, 22 point difference. Uh, <laughs> Drew Brees is a player I'm definitely going to stay away from. I'm definitely not going to be selecting him in the eighth round. I'm not even gonna, not even close. Like if he's in the eleventh round, tenth round, maybe there'll be a suggestion. You know the last four games they played. What? Guess what? Drew Brees ranked as a quarterback. What? Thirty two. Last four. Oh, last four last year. Last four. Yeah. The the Saints the last two seasons. Drew Brees has been a little bit frustrating to me, right? Because there's been games that definitely he showed you what type of quarterback he is. He could throw, he could throw, he 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 could light up the score. But it seems that Sean Payne has been trying to focus more on the running game, and you know, especially exploiting the the talents of uh, Alvin Kamara. Now you have Latavius Murray, right? That kind of just replaces uh, Mark Ingram in a way. And, and, and Latavius Murray did a pretty darn good job. He's going he to be better you know? than Mark Ingram for this team. So he's definitely a player I'm definitely going to be looking out as, uh, for yeah. as well. But what I'm getting at with Drew Brees is who is his weapons? All right, he has Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. We got to see what Trey Cron Smith can do. But other than that, there's a severe drop-off in the wide receiving core for the Saints. Drew Brees definitely got the talent, but it seems that Sean Payne, especially with the defense they have now, they're trying to eat up the clock, let the let, let the defense exploit the 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 other the opponent and just beat them in almost an old school type type of way. Definitely has Drew Brees as his trump card when he needs it for him to kind of save the game. But it seems like they're tending and trending to play more of the run game, focus on that, than throwing it up, you know, especially with a defense that has improved. Now, if this would have been a bad defense, definitely you got to be saying that what the Saints are going to be doing is playing catch-up. Guess what? There's more pass attempts and more more points uh, being added in the offensive game. But if there's good defense, then that means that the offense production might impede. So... Drew Brees is a player that I'm definitely going to be pivoted from and not, you know, trying to add to my roster. I am not mad at that. Let's go through the schedule and let's uh, see what happens there. So with the Falcons, we have them splitting. I have them splitting. Beating the Panthers twice and beating the Bucks twice. Do you have them uh, splitting with the Panthers? Yeah. I have them splitting with the Falcons. I have them beating the Panthers twice. And beating the Bucks twice. Yeah, so four and two. I'm five and one. Five and one. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm. No, I have him four and two. I see them splitting with the. I, I said splitting with the Falcons and uh, splitting with the Panthers. Yes, uh, they're definitely sweeping the Bucks. I don't think Bucks you said, I don't think you said splitting with the Panthers. I didn't. We have to do a better job of keeping track of this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! No, I did. I don't think you did. We'll, we'll when you and I listen to this later, we'll figure this out. We are so professional. Yeah, I think I, th- I think I have four and two. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, and which makes I, it seem even more professional. All right, uh, the Cardinals de- de- definitely need a notepad for this. Yeah, uh, the Cardinals home win, win. Cardinals got to suck this year. Yeah, Niners at home win. Cowboys win. at home win, win. Colts at home lose, lose. Texans at home win, win. Away. Panther, um, Rams away, lose, win. Uh oh, that's a good one. I didn't think about the NFC uh matchup. This is the rematch. Win. So there's a makeup. Win. All right, so I'm definitely gonna have them winning. Uh, that's a win for me as well. Seahawks away, lose. Gotta lose to the Seahawks. There has to be a game. That's a hard travel. You love the Seahawks, man. Oh, they have a winning. Bears away, lose. Jaguars away. Oh, do you still have not selected Bears? Bears I'll, away. I'll, or give lose? Them, I'll give them a lose. All right. Uh, Jaguars away. Win. Me too. Titans away. Win. Win. All right. I have them thirteen and three. Four, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. One, two, three. I have them 11 and 5. I have 13 and 3. All right, let's uh, finish this up with the Buccaneers, which is a team that does not have a lot to draft. Now, uh, there's one bracket that I did not do, which was worst running back in the league. Okay. Which is the running back you least likely want. And it was one big reason why I did not do that. How come? I'm pretty sure 100% that Peyton Barber is going to win it. Oh, you think? Let's be real. Which other running back would you want over Peyton Barber? Any starting running back. Name any starting running back from any team that you would rather have Peyton Barber over then. You cannot think of one. I cannot either. I just thought it would be a dumb one because of the fact. Maybe there'll be some good ones here and there, you know, like some 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 tough questions here and there about who to have, you know, between like who would I rather not have, but... Peyton Barber is going to win that one, without a doubt. He's their starting running back right now. Ronald Jones, the third, I said last year, was going to be a bust, and he is. He sucks. He might be a sleeper this year. Maybe. I strongly doubt it. But uh, with the Bucks, there is not a lot of people that I want to be drafting. There's not a lot of people that I want to look into. Um, Jameis Winston I don't want. Mike Evans I don't want. Uh, definitely don't want at all, um, you know, Ronald Jones or Peyton Barber definitely don't even want their defense. They're in a tough division. They go against a lot of good teams. It's 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 not a team that's good. It's not a team that you want to draft up. It's not a team that has a lot to draft. Mike Evans, to me, honestly, is the one and only person that I recommend to draft. If you take a Jameis Winston, I can understand that you're taking a Jameis Winston because he's not the worst quarterback in the world, and he does have Mike Evans to throw it to. I get it. But it doesn't give me a lot of confidence there to draft Jameis Winston. Only guy I'm going to be selecting here is Mike Evans. That's the only one I would and, I would take out of there. That's if. And, well, in my dynasty league, I have Peyton Barber by default, so I'm going to be rooting for him. 
But I am trying to target Ronald Jones. You know what? You know what? I don't think you have to try there. I don't think anybody else is going to. I think you'll be just fine. I I put an offer out there um, for for like a third round and see what happens for in my dynasty league and see if uh, the guy bites. But you know his his stock is very low. There might be a chance because Peyton Barber is not really convincing. You know he did the job right. But he could be another uh, one of these uh, down-the-road running backs that just kind of just like, you know, like Jeremy Langford. Remember when he lit it up for the Bears? And then he just kind of fizzled out. You know what team he's on now, right? What team? Falcons. Oh. <laughs> Which he's trying to make the team, right? He's on the roster for the moment. So Payne Barber could be that guy. You know, he is a journeyman, you know, um, that, uh, you know, you know, he's 25. You know, he played in Auburn. He did all right. Um, but there might be a chance where he severely drops. You know, he did pretty good job last season. Peyton you know, Barber? Peyton Barber. He did okay. But, you know, Ronald Jones is somebody, you know. He he's only 21. He sucks. He's only 21. He sucks. Where is, what's his ADP right now? He There might be a, a, a good Non-existent. Flyer. Non-existent. All right. <laughs> you're, not, you're not giving him a fair shake. Nope. Come on, man. I thought he was a bust last year. Nothing's gonna nothing changed my mind. There's nothing that he's done that's changed my mind. At all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, he, he's a player. I'm sorry I'm- to upset you and your third round pick that you gave given away for this guy. Hey, listen, you know, you want to take the chance, take the chance. I don't recommend you taking that chance. At the end of the day, it's your team. You do what you want to do. And anybody else listening to this podcast looking for fantasy advice, you pick the players you want to pick you take your guy if you wanted to take last year somebody i know another draft took Bilal powell like in the fourth round he's a jets fan he wanted Bilal powell take your guy take who you want it sometimes might not be a smart move but that's the guy you want that's the guy you want take who you want uh with, with chris godwin going in the fifth round is, is he a oh yeah chris godwin i forgot about him i like chris godwin chris godwin's a sleeper for me there you go that was a guy I was, I, was, I, I, i'd rather select tyler lockett over chris godwin i rather select tyler lockett over chris godwin as well but i like chris godwin i like between him and mike evans are the only people in the books i'm taking i'm not about the oj howard oh yeah but I keep, you keep, come on man uh, you keep making me miss everybody yeah oj howard, OJ howard i'm not crazy about i think he's going too high hey you know he was he was uh, ranked as a top five t- uh, tight end. No, I know. I, and, I, I think uh, I think it's a little injured. I think it's a little too high for him. And Jameis Winston loves his tight ends. I know, I know. But I I I am a little I'm still just not sold. He's he had fluky games. I mean, but again, it's a tight end position. I mean, unless you have like Kelsey Kittle or Ertz, there's only so much you're gonna expect from that position, anyways. And the Bucks are gonna be trending for the most part. You know, so there's gonna be a lot of points. Yeah, but um. Anyways, let's right. uh let's go through this because I, I don't I don't trust OJ Howard. Only Godwin and Evans. I recommend. Let's go through the schedule and wrap this episode up. Okay. Panthers lose both. Do I have? Yeah, I have them losing both. No wait. Same. Yeah. No Panthers have them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. No losing both. Yeah, losing both. I have them zero six. Yeah, I have them losing both. All, all of those. Okay. That's not gonna happen. They're probably gonna win. Uh, it's probably gonna end up being a two and five. Nope. Or one. Go and on. Six. Um, I mean two and five. You heard me. Two and three. Nah. One and one and no, five. No, they're gonna lose them all. All right. So <laughs> against the Cardinals, uh, damn it. lose at home. Nah, they're winning. Niners, they're losing. All right, at I home. win. Giants, lose. 
I have I have I have the Bucks beating them. When uh the Colts lose, definitely losing. Texans losing, lose away. Uh the Rams lose. Yeah, definitely losing that. Seahawks win, lose. <laughs> it seems like the Seahawks I have them undefeated. <laughs> Lions win, win. Nah, they're away. I'm going to give it to the Lions. Lose. Jaguars. Lose. lose. And Titans. Lose. lose. I have a 3 and 13. <laughs> One, two. I have them. No way I have them 2 and 14. <laughs> I have them 2 and 14. I have them 3 and 13. We got to do a better job of keeping track of this, man. Yeah, I'm, we got to listen to all of this and make sure that we're right here. But 2 and 14. Damn, they're going to suck. All right, brother. All right. That's all, folks. All right. So, once again, your mouth you're talking to me. I hit totally the wrong button. Whoa. <laughs> I hit the wrong button. Anyways, so disrespectful. Anyways, party people, that's the episode for today. Thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Uh, well, as always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at BMB Podcast, on Twitter at BMB Podcast. Uh, stay tuned with us. We're going to keep you getting you all set up. For your mock draft season coming up and your fantasy draft ready getting for you to ace it, party people. Once again, I am Flex Hitless here with Alex Marchetti. Success and nothing less. Peace, party people. Peace, BFAs. <laughs>